Well, it was pretty good though. Yeah, that I thought. Well I mean, done. yeah, it was definitely well done. I liked like the, the intro music. Oh, I thought that was kind of corny. I th- I mean, it was different because usually like it's like a slow piano, and this one was like kind of like hype music. And then you realize like it's hype music for like a murder. You're like, yeah. Mm, he killed a lot of people. So. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know about the history of like all the stuff that went down at Florida, but of course, like Urban Meyer, wherever oh, no, he's Urban, at, yeah, like he did a good job of that. Yeah, I liked how there was like the the HBO Sports or like Real Sports, and he was in there like talking. And I was like, that's like before the heart attack, Urban Meyer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the boy looked old. All right, let's do it. You ready to hop in? Yeah, let's do it. All right. <clears throat> What's up, guys? This is the Man in the Arena podcast. My name is Tucker Ellis. Here with me today is John Kirshner. How you doing, John? Oh, not too bad, man. We're back. We're back, baby. We're back. You know, it's Tuesday. We talk sports. Uh, I had a rougher Tuesday than most. Wasn't feeling too hot, but I'm, I'm rebound. I'm feeling better. Uh, we got Henry in the other room. He might show up. He might not. Uh, he's got interning duties right now, so he's in wants the to... green room of the studio. Yeah, yeah. He's in the green. Room. He's right. cutting up some film for us right now, so. <laughs> And some editing. Exactly. And so, as we all know, today is Tuesday. And you know what we love to talk about on Tuesdays? Sports it's, on Tuesdays. It's sports on Tuesdays, baby. So, let's go ahead and hop into this. Let's talk about the NFC and AFC championship games. John, what, uh, what's your take on that? Uh, well, we'll start with the first game, uh, the Chiefs-Titans. Uh, clearly the better game, just because, I don't know, the Chiefs just play way more exciting football games it's high flying than than any other team but uh what I really liked about it was I had a feeling that they were going to fall behind again like they did and obviously not like the week before 24 nothing but the uh you know the Titans came out swinging uh they got Derrick Henry going early and I was like okay like they're like here it goes again you know another game of keep away but I mean with Mahomes and those weapons that they have around him, I mean, they're just, they're obviously never out of a game. It's stupid how good they are. How like how fast they can score like twenty eight points, and like you know, Andy Reid's never had a team like that where they're in the red zone at the fifty yard line. Yeah, and they, I'm pretty sure they they're leading the league with like longest uh, plays for touchdowns. Yeah, like probably by a lot oh, too. Oh, yeah, by not even close. Huge fraction. Um, <clears throat> The Titans did what I thought the Titans would do. They teased me. They, they, they made me think. I was like, oh, Titans, maybe. This is, usually, this is usually where it runs out for teams like them. Yeah. You know, a wild card team that plays two really good games. Uh, it usually it, – it's like the Jags uh, a few years ago when, you know, they, they had two really good playoff games, got a lead against the Patriots in the mm-hmm. championship game and then blew it. This is usually where it runs out for teams like that. So, I was never – it was never in doubt that the Chiefs would win. Um, but just the way Mahomes came out and played, um, the touchdown run that he had, which you really don't see him do a whole lot of that. No. Just shaking tackles and, and making guys miss. That shit was, terrifies me, though, because, like, that leg injury earlier in the season. Yeah. He's still coming off that. Like, are you sure he's 100% like healthy? He looked fine. He looked. I mean, he looked great. I mean, obviously he looked great, but like, 
there's not a game plan for you like, oh, shoot. Right. Or guess we have to put up in our backup quarterback to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I don't think it's it's too much of a thing to worry about with him. I still think that he, he knows what he's doing out there uh, more than anybody else. Um, but, yeah, not sure where the Titans go from here. I don't want to talk about them a whole lot because they lost. But, um, you know, Tannehill – Tannehill had a decent season. He'll probably come into some money, and they're going to have to figure out Derrick Henry because he's going to – he just came up – and he did the same thing. Like He does it every year. Well, He'll show up at the beginning of the season and like kind of half-ass it, and like you don't really see much out of him. Yeah. And then like second half of the season, he's like – like everyone's tired, everyone's beaten up. And he's, and just, he's, he's like, I'm, I'm – yeah. yeah. He like he gets even better. He picks it up at the end of the year, so – I think the Titans are in, are in decent shape. Vrabel's a good coach. They need receivers. They do need receivers. All I have is A.J. Brown. But the Chiefs, if they don't fuck up this contract for Mahomes, which, you know, is I'm certain probably inevitable, Yeah, um, they can really be the next dynasty because I don't, I don't see another, another AFC quarterback. Like, Brady always had Manning, you know. And that Lamar? Would, May, yeah, that's that's you know to be determined. I think um, got a little little bit exposed when he played against the yeah, Titans. Yeah, he was sure. kind of like a. I feel like he had a, kind of a flash in a pan season, but um, a what? You know, like you throw something in a pan and it just sparks real fast and then it kind of simmers out. You know, I'm gonna be honest with you, John. I've never heard that before. Never heard of that. I've heard it a couple times. I just thought it was kind of what, what Lamar's season was. I can like. see it. It makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm anxious to see what how he turns out, uh, but but we already know Mahomes is going to be possibly representing that conference in the Super Bowl for the foreseeable future. And what I'm really hoping doesn't happen, <clears throat> I'm hoping that his girlfriend does not get viral, and more of those videos come out of her. I was gonna say that that's probably gonna make me never watch football again. The the Chiefs' success. In the Super Bowl, this this coming up Super Bowl hinges completely on whether or not she can keep her cool these next two weeks. Like, <laughs> if if she, she becomes a meme, and oh, Chiefs are fucked. If she becomes a meme, I, I can't. I can't see Quite Patrick possibly. Mahomes because he's twenty four years old. He he's he's online. You know, he's familiar with Barstool and all that stuff. Like he's he sees his girlfriend at was it the Texans game? Yeah, he sees that's that when it started. You know he sees that and he's like, oh, well, like what is she doing? Like, like fuck. She's she's quite possibly the worst woo girl I've yeah. I've ever seen in my life. You know, other quarterbacks, you know, you got obviously, you know, Giselle with uh Tom Brady. Uh you don't really hear much from her. Well, she, when she, she looks, called out Wes Welker. She looks very similar to a man. Is the crazy. She I don't could, know. could be a dude. She could be a dude. She might be a dude. Who knows? You guys I mean, Russell Wilson is raising future's kid, but that hasn't seemed to be <laughs> You know, too much of a obstacle for him, but yeah, this is uh, not only the Chiefs' Super Bowl chances, but really Patrick Mahomes' career. I think hinges on his girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only chink in his armor that I can that I can see. She loves it up. She's it's bad, and you can tell she's just fucked up. Oh yeah, and she's, she's like just, with that other girl. I'm not sure who the other girl is too. Like, I think it's Travis Kelsey's girlfriend. Nice. I think I've seen. I saw that somewhere. Well, good job, Travis. Um, but dude, that yeah, he uh, 
his win in the Super Bowl and his contract purely depends on how viral his, his girlfriend goes. Or is it his wife or his... I don't think they're married. I think it's his girlfriend. Be smart. <laughs> if, he's, <laughs> if he's smart. <laughs> he could upgrade after this. Hey, after hey. After blank check from the Chiefs. <laughs> Wait till you get that, that you know, contract. The new contract money, then you're like, I got, I can find other girlfriends. He's like walking out of the office that he just signed. He just stiff arms. <laughs> <laughs> the next nope. video of her being viral is just like scream. Oh my god, I'm sure she's a psycho ex. Oh, oh that could Lord. be. That could be the next big. That could be even worse for him. That could be something to follow. Oof. Let's see. Food I think for, a lot of people. Food for thought. They they probably picture like them at home. And she just like runs in at like five o'clock in the morning and is like, Wake up, Patrick! It's a Woo! Yeah! She's just chugging wine. <laughs> and I'm not sure if you've seen Patrick Mahomes, like, his brother's like TikTok famous. I've, I've seen it. I've and there's like a video of him doing a TikTok, and Patrick walks in and he's just like, Fuck, like, oh my <laughs> God, like, this is my. Everyone like, in my life. Dude, is his just... brother's cloud chasing severely and past, yeah. like, I, I do not like this. Yeah. So, yeah, that if if they want to win the Super Bowl, they're they're gonna put, you know, they're gonna take her. Out, they're gonna have to take her out of the spotlight. I think. So yeah, something's gotta be. And you know, there's no so much. There's so much media leading up to the Super Bowl. I'm sure Aaron Andrews will probably want to talk to her. Oh, there's gonna be a fucking special about it. I bet. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt. It was yeah. semi on Twitter. ESPN's gonna run with this like it's a goddamn marathon. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we're gonna have to deal with that for a little bit. Uh, I'm calling it that they will try and make that a big deal. Um, on to NFC. You want to do the NFC? So we're going to talk about the NFC game real quick. You want you want to talk about that? You ready for it? You... Yeah, let's do it. All right, so the NFC. And so that was the NFC championship. Um, much like that monologue for that game, Aaron Rodgers also didn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, people are getting... The Rodgers defenders are coming out and blaming the defense, which obviously uh, neither had a good game. The I, Packers just got completely run out of the stadium. There's dude, no I get, and I get that, like, I get that San Francisco just, like, their defense, Packers defense could not stop them whatsoever. But when he just, when, when Aaron Rodgers Cam Newton that fucking fumble, <laughs> how can you say that that is a business decision? He saw that ball laying there on the ground, and he remembered that he has a third cousin who lives in Fort Lauderdale, and he was like, no, he, I don't He's like, I can't be in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <I don't laughs> he finally just got back in touch from, with his parents after the California wildfires, and they're like, Aaron, we're in financial trouble. Like, you know, the home's destroyed, the, your childhood home. He's like, huh? She's like, well, we had to move to Miami because the house prices are low. <laughs> and that's why he's just like, oh, fuck, D- nope, sorry. They also reached out and they said, Aaron, we we bet all of our family savings that you're going to win this game. We believe in you, Aaron. And he's like, Mm-mm. Aaron faded his own family. Aaron faded. <laughs> Aaron definitely, he put a stack on him losing and he just, he made a lot of money. I really feel like he, if his, his family probably really doesn't care anymore and he doesn't care either, obviously. But I feel like if he, if he knew that there was some, if it was in his family's best interest, for him to win a game, he would throw it. He probably yeah. I he, really don't like. He goes out there and I don't. He doesn't look like he cares. Well, about either way. Yeah. No. I mean, it just it, it truly baffles me because like 
even his own fucking brother, he's like, yeah, dude, I, my brother's, Aaron's a dick. Like, yeah. no one likes him in our family because he's just mean as shit. Like, are you kidding? Like, even your brother, like, you grew up with this guy, and then, like, you're a millionaire, you, you live, like, a, in a simulation. The world is whatever you want it to be, and you choose to hate your family and never talk to them. Yeah. Well, Couldn't be Dak Prescott. He is Aaron, though. I still do like Aaron Rodgers. I hate Aaron Rodgers. I respect him. He's a good quarterback. I think he's he's a great talent. Only problem is I think he's a dick, and he also ruins – he's a dick to his family. He's a dick to me. He ruins my hopes and dreams roughly two times a year. So I'm okay with 49ers making him look stupid because that's what he deserves, honestly. How about Jimmy G throwing the ball, what was it, eight times? He dropped back nine total times. They called nine throws for him. I mean, I think they they're kind of showing that like they're showing their hand. Like Jimmy G is not their quarterback. Like he he will. I mean, he'll go in, start a game, he'll play fine. Like he won't make big mistakes. They don't have a lot of turnovers, which is big. They're like, we have the best line. We have three great running backs. Like why not? Like what what are we missing here? You know. They also have a great tight end. So if if they do need like you know third and you know. Eight situation, yeah, Kittles. Maybe, yeah, Kittle's yeah. right there, and he's like a hundred percent guy. He's he's the best tight end in the NFL right now, by far. I think so. Right now, he is. Um, Emmanuel Sanders is is also great. He's uh, been playing really well. He, the thing with Jimmy G though is that I don't think he, I don't think he has to do anything extraordinary because this team is so good at every other position. Like, yeah. The, the 49ers prove that while the quarterback is the most important position by far, it's not more important than every other position put together. Put together. So they're so good up front. They're so good in the secondary. They're so good at running the ball that they can go out there, complete six passes, and still blow a team out, a 13-1 and, team. And, out and, I, and I think another big thing is, too, is like that defense is so fucking stacked. It is. Like it's that they they're they're number one in rushing the quarterback with sending only four guys. Yeah, that's, that's stupid. That's like, how you win. If, yeah, yeah, exactly. So first off, you don't even have to score fast with the Niners. No, like you don't have to worry about that because no team that you play against is going to be you know scoring as fast as you are or have as much. Right. Like you better like that 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 is like you know average offense that can get it done, but that defense is bloodthirsty. Exactly. I fucking love that. And I tell you, who else also loves that Henry Fitz. Oh, he's no gonna way, he's gonna yeah. thoroughly enjoy what he believes will be a low scoring football game. There's no way this this Super Bowl. No, nah, I, I don't think it will. I think I'm hoping that Jimmy G gets that. You know, when he played the Saints, and just, oh yeah, and, and they just send it. You know, like every every other play is a fucking touchdown. Yeah, I think this has the potential to be a high scoring game. I have we haven't well we have seen Jimmy G in in. Two close games, I believe. Uh, well, three actually. Both Seahawks games and the uh, Ravens game were close at the end. And Jimmy G hasn't looked his best. I'm worried about if I'm a Niners fan. I'm worried about him having to duel Patrick Mahomes. Basically, like if you're trying to if you're trying to trade blows with this. Yeah, if you're, if you're going offense, if you're going quarterback for quarterback, that's not fucking happening. It's it's just not close. So, what they're gonna have to do is, I don't know how they did it. 
last week, who who was that guy? Was it? It wasn't Debo Samuel. Um, the other running back who had. Let me see. They picked some guy up who was on his sixth team. There was there's Mostert, and I think it was him. I think so. He he was the one who played most of that game. Yeah, he had two hundred and was it two hundred twenty four yards? Yeah, four touchdowns. See what the Chiefs were able to do is, while Derrick Henry and the Titans are a beast at running the ball, it's very predictable. They line up in the eye. They do, you know, it's you know maybe an option every now and then when they try to get creative. But the, Kyle Shanahan and the Niners are so creative. They'll run the ball out of so many different looks Yeah, that I think the Chiefs could potentially struggle with that. I mean, that, that defense, the defense has, their defense has improved a little bit, but, like, still. Yeah, I think. I mean, going from the worst to, you know. Middle of the pack. Yeah, like, that's not much to say in, mm-hmm. you know. By that point, like it's end of the season, like yeah, you have like an extra week to to get healthy. But I mean, you're still working on guys that like you know yeah. they went through the long haul. They fucking did it, and that shit wears down on you. Definitely, um, I think Terrell Suggs, even though he's old, was a good add. I think the Honey Badger's been great for the Chiefs. Oh, 100 percent, yeah. But uh, I think just compared to the 49ers defense, I don't think it's close. But I still do believe that it's going to be high scoring and both teams are going to score points just because I think the Chiefs are that good on offense to where they'll have a, they'll be able to move the ball on the 49ers. And I think they're also you know, that shaky on defense to where the 49ers will be able to score on them. Tell you what, next podcast we need to do. What? Next podcast we'll do a segment. <clears throat> we'll find all the crazy betting – all the crazy bets that you can make on the oh, Super Bowl. All the prop bets. And we'll, and we'll make a bunch of predictions on that, see if y'all want to fade us, because they'll probably be incorrect. But that doesn't matter, you know, it's for the fun of the game. How long the National Anthem lasts, what color Gatorade, all that shit. Uh, I believe uh, purple is the highest payout. Because who, yeah, who has purple Gatorade? Things like 14 <laughs> times. <laughs> so, I mean, it's long It's long haul, but, like, if I can talk to someone, I'll, I'll see if I can get that done. <laughs> Make a couple bucks. Um, uh, Chiefs are one and a half favorites right now. Um, early line, I, it, it probably won't move. I can see that lot, honestly. Just but I would take that. It just depends on if they can really, you know, how many drives can they stop Patrick Mahomes? Because when he wants to, he just doesn't. He doesn't, you know, like he can't be stopped. No, they they'll they'll go on certain drives that just, like you you know for a fact they're scoring, is insane. Um, let's see what else. So yeah, I think it, that's going to be a, a dog fight. But speaking of uh, I can't wait. a fight, yeah, you watched that McGregor. Yes, I did. Uh, Cowboy Cerrone, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was a good fight. I was I was very entertained by the quick knockout. Yeah, I liked that a lot. I tell you what, really threw me for a loop is uh, I mean, like people were acting like he invented the shoulder. Like, well, well, no. I mean, people have been like, you know, people have been shouldering into each other, but just like how calculated it seemed it was, where he went in for that like, you know, kick, and then immediately he's like, okay, like got in the grapple, and first things first, you know, one shoulder kind of grazed him. Cerrone doesn't even think much of it. The second one, you see McGregor just cock back, like not like not much space in between, and just slam into him, and you're like, oh my god, he just. Mm-hmm. Like you could tell immediately, like he's like, I, I broke my nose so bad just now. Yeah. 
And I can only imagine how shitty that is to, like, be a professional fighter. And, like, the first 10 seconds, you're like, my nose is shattered. Yeah. Like, I will have to have surgery. And then he landed the kick uh, a few Oof. seconds later. Yeah. I was able to put him on the ground. It was a great fight. Uh, people are pissed that it was 40 seconds. Dude, that's uh, fighting, though. That's, yeah, I mean, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of fun in, you know, these really long fights that go five rounds, if they are five rounds, and then it's also fun to see some guy, you know, you get like a, a flying knee or just like a straight up blow, and it's just like that, I mean, that's fun, that's fun to watch, I don't mind it, um, I, you know, we split it ten ways, I think, so it was like seven bucks, I don't mind. You could do it on ESPN Plus. You had to pay for McGregor. You did? Yeah. Oh. I didn't notice that. No, there, there was a few fights on ESPN, and then it switched over to pay-per-view. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, that makes sense. Now, you gotta, you, gotta, you still got to pay for Okay, McGregor I was about to fight. say, like, I saw that, and I was like, that's insane that they're just letting... No, I saw that, too, because like, I have ESPN Plus. I was like, oh, sweet, I can just watch this. Yeah, I was, I was thinking, like, too, I was like, mm-hmm. imagine the amount of people that are like, I don't have ESPN Plus... I'm doing the one-week free trial for for just tonight (laughs) and watching that. But, uh, yeah, dude, I actually enjoyed enjoyed that fight. I liked all the uh, the other cars on that fight, too. Mm -hmm. Um, Pretty entertaining. Uh, While I was hanging out with some friends, got to watch Gabby Garcia. (laughs) Never heard of her before in my life until my friend showed me a video of her just beating the absolute dog shit out of this poor 50-year-old woman who is a professional wrestler, not even a professional fighter. She Her job was to dress up and, like... She's an actress. Give herself, yeah, she's an actress. She's an actress. And she got cut a check. They're like, hey, man, <laughs> we got... You, you have to take one for the team. We got you a job. Uh, <laughs> it's not it's not ideal, but it pays good, and it's only one time. Yeah. Um, if, you haven't, uh, if you haven't seen that video, look up uh, Gabby Garcia... Uh, just Gabby Garcia fights fifty yeah, year old. Yeah, first thing that pops up, and you'll you'll see what we're talking about, and you're welcome. Yeah, like it's 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 life changing in a yeah, way we, that you're, you you in a way that you hate humanity. Yeah, but <laughs> so uh, back to McGregor. A lot of people are saying that he's going to fight Floyd again, and this is kind of like a setup fight for that. Just to like I don't think himself. I don't think it's a setup fight for Floyd at all. I'm thinking that he's going to go. Because I know Khabib's going to be fighting someone here coming up. He's fighting in April, so it'd be a while. Yeah, so I know there's a big fuss about uh, McGregor fighting Jorge Masvidal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was there. Yeah, so he was there in like a robe. He was like yawning his mouth. He was definitely there, so he could <laughs> the be theatrics in. theatrics Yeah, so... so he could be in the crowd. Ooh, speaking of theatrics. Yeah. Uh, he, wanted, he, he was literally there in the crowd because he was waiting on someone to, to challenge him mm-hmm. after that win. And... They asked him what he was going to do, and McGregor's like, not in shape yet. Like, still good. Which is honestly insane, him saying he's not in shape. Yeah. Because he looks fucking yeah, he, huge. Yeah, he fine to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he beat the fuck out of anyone I know. So, yeah, I mean, it, it was crazy that he said that. I was really hoping that, you know, McGregor would be McGregor and be like, Jorge Masvidal. Like, Dude, he's changed. He's, he's changed, man, I think, um, after all the after all shit, the Yeah, after all the theatrics, he's like, why do I have to, like, you know, pay money to make money like yeah, yeah. like people now at this point he's infamous or no you know notorious, notorious MMA yeah. you know what I'm saying so like yeah he's notorious people now hear McGregor and like they have to watch that fight it doesn't matter if they've never seen a McGregor fight before or if they know all of his history they just know they have to go see it he didn't have to hop over the fence and call someone out yeah exactly stuff. yeah 
So and, and he knows that, and so I'm, I'm glad you know he's kind of turned a leaf and he's back. He's officially back. He's back. He beat the shit out of uh, Cerrone. Oh yeah, it was nice. Um, speaking of people putting the spotlight like on Masvidal, Miles Garrett. Yeah, he he really blew up. I think it's because they they saw him beat the shit out of Mason Rudolph. Yeah. So they they're trying to get trying to recruit him into UFC. What's funny is they had their. He had a buddy with him. Yeah, he had some weird looking guy like hang out with him. He's wearing like a, a really weird fucking hat and just he was dressed over the top for some random guy. Yeah. Like he honestly he looks like a you know ex quarterback for OU or something. <laughs> like uh, he looks like a guy who talks a lot of shit, and he's like a quarterback in the NFL, and then he goes out and just throws a bunch of interceptions, and then, you know, make still has a shitty team after they add one wide receiver. You know. Yeah, and doesn't get recognized. Uh, for sitting next to yeah Miles Garrett and his buddy yeah <laughs> his backup quarterback uh, Baker Mayfield it was Baker. it was Baker Mayfield I thought you were gonna say Tom Brady because he was there <laughs> <laughs> so yeah Baker Tom Brady was there he was there yeah he was there McConaughey was there uh, who else I saw McConaughey um, uh, surprise Brady isn't off being, you know, doing vegan things with his Eastern medicine doctor. Yeah, like... Doing sketchy shit. But, uh... Speaking of the Patriots now... You wanna hop over to our, our documentary review oh, of... yeah. The Mind of Aaron Hernandez? Yeah, that's a good segue there. Because, um, you know, he was a patriot. He was a patriot. And he man. killed a bunch of people <laughs> as a patriot. And I'm sure there's no way Robert Kraft who kept very close touch with him, and Tom Brady, who was his quarterback, and Gronkowski, who was you know his other tight end buddy. There's no way they could have known that he was such a, a psychopath because he was such a standout guy, except for when he murdered people. If you haven't seen it already, go to Netflix, The Mind of Aaron Hernandez. Um, I, you know, I binge-watched all three of them. It was really good. He was... He was just a really kind of, you know, he, he could play it off so easily. Like, you hear the the phone calls that he has with his wife, and he's, like, talking to his It's daughter. so nonchalant. Yeah. Like, he's in prison for, for double or for homicide. Like, obviously, it's life without parole, with no chance of parole. No, yeah, you don't walk from that. And he... And every calls like, hey, baby, like, let me talk to my daughter. And he's, like, talking to his buddy... And he made a joke about being sponsored by Smith and Wesson. Yeah, well, I, was I was like, like Dude, they listen to these phone calls. Like they, this is recorded. I if I wish, I wish he was still R.I.P. But I would have told him that. <laughs> so he was nonchalant, making jokes about it. He's like talking to his brother, and his brother's like, "No, man, like if you can get through this, he's like, nah, this is life without parole." No, yeah, he's like, "I'm here, man." Like yeah. joking around, he's like, "I'm just fucking here." Like. He's talking about a cell. He's like, it's really cozy. Like you just said, you called your cozy. prison cell cozy. A concrete block with a blanket, cozy. Dude, it it. I just don't get like, and he was talking about how like he needed structure. Like you can like hire people to tell you what to do. Yeah, you're you can get like a life coach. You didn't like, have hey, to man, kill a bunch. Wake of people. up at seven and start your day. Like you don't have to have a, a warden tell you to do that. Exactly. You know, you can do that without prison. Yeah, you, you, don't you have, like, a football coach that does that? <laughs> <laughs> Was Bill Belichick not enough? You had to, like, you know, get shackled everywhere you walk? 
So one thing that stood out to me was how um, a lot of people said that, you know, he's from Connecticut. Uh, he's from Bristol, Connecticut. And he got drafted. He went to Florida to kind of get away from all that shit, even though he was bad at Florida. But a lot of people said the worst thing that happened to him was getting drafted by the Patriots and being an hour and a half from, from where he lived. From Connecticut, yeah. And he actually went to Bill Belichick and requested a trade. And, and Belichick did, denied it? Denied it. He, nah, he didn't say, like, oh, these guys are, like, after me or, like, I, you know, I'm facing a murder. You know, but he was like, it's not beneficial for my well-being to be living here and, and playing for this team up here. I need to be traded preferably to the West Coast. <laughs> and Belichick was like, no, no like, absolutely not. Because he, he was better than Gronk when he was on that team. Yeah. I mean, he was there. I mean, he got, he got cut a check. Yeah. He got cut a huge check. 40 mil. For a tight end that's insane. For a tight end. Um, I, th- I, th- I thought that was a little crazy. The thing is, like, also, if he if he went up to him prior to him killing that guy, like prior to him killing Odin Lloyd, that's when I'd be like, okay, he was looking for a way out. Yeah. But he did it after he shot him in the face, and then he was like, ah, there's a lot of heat around here now. I should bounce. Yeah, he was like that. About that's him like trying to cover him. his ass, not trying to like make the right decision. Right. And then like on top of that, he's like talking to his friend, and he was like, man, I was trying to live the dream, it just didn't work out. It just didn't work. And his out. friend's like, "Are you sure there's nothing you could have done different?" He's yeah. like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "What? You could just maybe don't murder a bunch of people. Like you'd be okay. Like shooting into multiple cars, injuring two guys, murdering two guys, murdering your fucking uh, what was it? future Fiance, brother? Yeah, your fiance's sister's boyfriend. Yeah. Over just like." Now, now, the Odin Lloyd murder was different, but over the, the, the double murder was over the fucking drink being spilled drink. on him. Well, and honestly, I mean, why did he even kill Odin Lloyd? I think Odin Lloyd knew about the murder. You think so? The, yeah. Because they, they never even explain it. They just, they just accuse him of it. Or, yeah. I mean, obviously, they, they get it. Actually, so did you see that they also overturned that law? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he dies. Because I remember we heard about that the other night. Yeah, exactly. And I I was told that he, like, died an innocent man. He technically did, but they reversed that law because it was fucking stupid. Like, oh, during an appeal, if you die, like, you're off. And then last time that happened was some priest who, like, fucked a bunch of little boys. And he died. And they're like, well, he didn't do it. Yeah, that's that's a stupid law because I mean you're technically still convicted, so like you're yeah appealed, if you're but, yeah if you're convicted yeah. you make an appeal then I'm like oh he can't defend himself like nah let's just go with the last thing that was said and that was that you did yeah well the reason he did that was because um, he was one of the the Patriots Patriots to pay up the Patriots would have to pay up if he was not convicted so he he did himself uh, so that his uh, family could could get his, the rest of his contract. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm pretty sure someone also said that, like, I don't think the Patriots would just lay down and let this happen either. So that means that I, I assume they probably like, battled Aaron Hernandez's oh, they wife. Were, and they kids. weren't gonna pay that out. Yeah, they weren't gonna nah. be like, no, fuck, no, this guy is a, a murderous freak show. We're not gonna give him a cent. And also, Robert Kraft's like, that's forty million dollars. <laughs> yeah, Robert Kraft's like, I don't care about any human life. That's forty million, goddamn. I could, you know, how many hand jobs I could get for forty million dollars. 
I bet you what happens is he probably did pay that out. That's why he's going to like some like Seth, like where was it in like Florida? It was in Florida. He's yeah, getting a little rub until yeah. he could have gotten to a nicer, more like nonchalant place, like near home, but that's more expensive. And he just had to pay out forty million for Aaron Hernandez. Oh man, really broke Robert Kraft. Put it, yeah, put a dent in his pocket. I had no idea what a Robert poor, Kraft, unfortunate billionaire. I had no idea that he testified, and I didn't think they were going to show it. But that was pretty crazy because they were talking about how Aaron kept looking. He looked over his shoulder six I, times. I, I got so anxious just watching him just watching him turn look over and show no expression. But he's just thinking the whole time, like, "Oh shit! Like, come on, Robert, please bail me out here. Please, please be please, a billionaire. Please, please, like, yeah. that was probably his best chance of just like a billionaire being a billionaire and be like, I know he did crimes, but money, but, money. Yeah, he's a good guy, you know. And people would probably, you know, take what he had to say into consideration. But he was just like, and the judge would. He was like, we are, we are distancing ourselves from him 100%. We've been duped. You know, this this is not this is not something we want to continue. And I think that He was like the Patriots it. are classy. We do nothing but follow the rules. We've never done anything that would convince anyone otherwise of all organizations for this to happen under of course, it had to be the Patriots. For people who talk about it had like, to be what bothered me too is like they're talking about how the page just really set people straight. Like, I'm starting to think like it's just a lie. Like they're just no, they they don't set people straight. They're just no. really really good at covering it up. No, um, uh, I'm drawing a blank here. Um, this Patrick Chung and all that cocaine, all that cocaine, yeah. Um, them cheating all the time, I all mean, the time. Yeah, you know this this whole Patriot Way thing is clearly a myth. They're just really good at football, but there's no, there's none of this like, you go in there, you you put your head down and you do what you're told and you don't, you know, complain about. It's this like the, it's like Josh Gordon with smoking weed exactly and Patriots cheating. Like you don't get caught for the first time doing that. Yeah, like you have been cheating and or smoking weed multiple times until someone finally catches you. And I've, we talked about this before, like that, and they they. It's obvious. Like, the times that they do get caught, it just means that it's rampant. It's so much more rampant than you think. Mm-hmm. So, it, it's crazy to me. And yeah, After to, Aaron Hernandez, I mean, you don't you don't believe a word that anybody from that organization oh, has Oh, absolutely say. not. You, you think Robert Kraft had, or not Robert, Bill Belichick had no idea. Like, they, he fell to the fourth round because teams, like, saw some bad shit. He yeah. fell in the fourth round because they're like, okay, he has a sketchy past, and this might not turn out okay. Yeah, he he never he never talked to uh, Urban Meyer about him. Yeah. Oh, Urban Meyer had that shit like down pat. Yeah. He like cops knew that he shot into that car, and they're like, nah, we should. Urban Meyer will have us killed. He was a. <laughs> he was. Oh come on. God. Someone probably some idiot driving the wrong way down center probably took out a rear view mirror yeah you can hear the the car alarm in the back uh, we apologize living in new york city is a hassle sometimes <laughs> there it goes okay um no urban meyer I, I will say that i was kind of a i don't know but um he he did say that he was really he would get so nervous when he'd go home for like winter break and stuff like that yeah he was yeah he he brought it up he's like i we just don't want him to go to connecticut he would call his brother dj up all the time and be like hey how's he doing what 
What's he getting He said, into? like, every three or four days would call him. Yeah. That's insane. Like, you have to know that, like, okay, if I don't have an, a close, close eye on this kid, someone might die. Yeah. That's insane. Some bad shit will go down. Bad shit, homie. So. I've been watching a lot of his college highlights, and I just, I can't get over, like, Tim Tebow throwing him a touchdown pass, and then they're, like, hugging and celebrating in the end He's zone. like, we gotta thank God for this. And Aaron's like, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. God, Yeah. <laughs> And uh, hey, thou shalt not kill. I love that one. <laughs> That's my favorite commandment <laughs> of all of all fifteen. And Tim's like, there's there's ten. It's like, ah, I mean, ten, yeah. Ah, you know me. You know, you know, like you know the commandments, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sure he's Tim's like he like lists them all off and just he's sweating more and more as he's hearing them. He's like, fuck, yeah, did that one? Oh fuck, like, Ugh. <laughs> but uh, I like I like the documentary a lot. I want to say at the end. How it went from him being just like, like, dude, people murder people. And sometimes it's where they grew up, the, all this stuff. But at the end, how they tried to make it seem like he was a frustrated gay man with CTE yeah. and, like, mental problems. Like, I don't think that that's what really, really – I think it was the people around him. Like, when he was hanging out with his aunt and bringing all those – like. Those guys were saying that they were smoking PCP. Yeah. And he was hanging out with them every day. Like, yeah. that's that's not that's not CTE in effect. Like, maybe he had, like, some, you know, brain contusions, shit like that. He got fucked up a lot when he played, though. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, he, got, he got led a lot because Tom Brady's yeah. not a good quarterback. <laughs> but, so we got to blame Tom Brady for these murders. <laughs> but it just, I think it was a little, it was a, little, it was a scapegoat of basically getting a guy who was just a bad dude just, was a murderer yeah and they're like no he was actually an upset gay man who had a lot of brain contusions and i was like that that's a stretch that that's a cop out that's that's, that's you trying to like yeah this you trying to say like it was actually the whole time it was the system that did it to him like no yeah. he just like no aaron he was a rich guy who it. fucking murdered people because he was a dickhead like he he did that shit at like 17 years old in college and he punched some random guy in the face for asking him to pay yeah. a tab. Yeah. Like, that wasn't, like, not normal CTE. Behavior. Yeah, that's not normal. Like, that's just a guy who's entitled and thinks that he can do shit and get... I mean, I'm sure Bill Belichick probably covered up other shit for him. Yeah. So he's thinking he can get away with whatever. And then finally, you know, went full circle, Catches got up back to up him. to him. Yeah, exactly. So, Johnny, you have anything else to say about... No, just a really good documentary. Y'all should check it out. Um, Definitely watch it. Aaron Hernandez, R.I.P. Probably shouldn't say that. Probably shouldn't be on record. Is <laughs> you've heard it here first, folks. John's pro Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> I liked him when he played. I did. Oh, I did. Like <laughs> but um, John also love loves Greg Hardy. And the defensive coordinator for Ohio State. And uh, who was it? The strength coach? Doesn't matter. We can list him. He's a big Ray Rice fan. Loves Tyreek Hill. John drops his kids off to Tyreek's house every weekend (laughs) to watch him. Only one broken arm. But yeah, that's. uh, Where are we at? Wrapping up. Where are we at? Let's take a look. See where we're at now. You know, that's not bad. It's not bad at all. You can, uh, yeah, you can probably wrap it up. Maybe next time. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll go into some other stuff next time. Next, yeah, next week we definitely want to uh, go over the bets that we're looking at. See if we can get an interview or two in there. The Astros uh, uh, apparently wearing wires. 
Yeah, definitely want to hop into that. <laughs> definitely want to walk. Definitely want to hop into that. But yeah, so uh, this has been the Man in the Arena podcast. Like I said before, my name is Tucker Ellis. Uh, here with me today, of course, is my my PIC, my homie, John Kirshner. Another good sode, man. Another glad good to, sode. Glad to be back. Another another buy. Ready, ready for the Super Bowl. Yeah, big ready for the Super Bowl. All right, well, thanks for listening. Love you guys.